episode 83 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast's Latter Chatter, our fortnightly installation where we discuss some of our favourite films. I'm one of your hosts, Janet Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Hello. Dan, what you doing? What have I been doing? Yeah. This week I got scammed. No, scammed likely? No, I actually got scam scammed. Oh, why? How? What happened? I, uh, as a person who is, uh, you know, I think I'm pretty switched on with scams and shit. Yes. I never thought I'd get done with a scam. I thought my parents would. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sure. Because they're always like asking me, what is this message? I'm like, it's a scam. Yeah, uh-huh. and that. So I, um, I follow Arcade One Up, which are like, uh, they make those, you know, those like arcade machines, but they're slightly smaller. They sell them at Harvey yes. Norman and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm and still I, telling Liz that we can't have a Simpsons one. Yeah, and I, I kind of want one, but I'm like, you know, 700 bucks, nah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I could buy a new arcade machine for that kind of thing. But yeah. I, 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 I always look at the Street Fighter one and romanticize, and I'm like, you know, if it was like 200 bucks or something like that, maybe I'd think about getting it. Uh-huh. Anyhow, they, um, so I follow them on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, they, they came up on Facebook, and they were like, hey, we're doing a New Year's Eve sale. Uh you know, up to 85% off on, on some arcade machines. So I went into the site and the whole site was there and stuff like that. And I like went down, uh, the one I wanted there was there for like 98 bucks. Fuck. And I was like, fuck, that's heaps good. Yeah. So I went in there and I bought it and, you know, I paid on PayPal. And then I was like, I noticed all of them were that price, like not just some of them. And I'm like, oh, they must have errored. You know, like they, they set, you know, to put, you know, 85% off on some of them and they actually did their whole site and went, oh man, people are going to be spewing. They're going to, people are going to be buying these left, right and center. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that does seem a little bit weird. Uh-huh. And, then, and so I, I typed it into Google, like one up RK and I went into, like went into their thing and their store looked a little bit different oh, and there was yeah. no sale on. And I was like. And I looked at the name up the top and it's like oneuparcade.com. Yeah. Or arcade one up, whatever it is, oneuparcade.com. And yeah. then I went back to the other one, which I bought off of, and it was one up um one up arcade.us.com. Uh... And I saw that and I just thought it was a US store because they do have an Australian store. Yeah. And and I thought, fuck. That's weird. Could that this just be the US one and that one's just the world store? And uh-huh. this was like everything. You know what I mean? Like this was the yeah. whole site. And then I went on to their Facebook, which was uh, Arcade One Up US. Uh-huh. And there's a whole Facebook site there. And I went into the Twitter and there's a whole Twitter site there. And I went in and, um, and I thought, fuck, like, what's going on? Why they, they must have to be branching out with some things. And so I went in and, uh, clicked on the comments of the post of the sponsored ad. And it was just people just putting out gifts going, scam, 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 uh. not real, scam. And then the real guys, one up okay guys going, this is not us. Like, oh, God. And I was like, oh my God, I just paid $160 to a scammer. Uh. Like, it's not even real. And it's crazy. They, re- they reproduce the whole site. The yeah, they're getting fa- good nowadays. Whole Facebook site, whole Twitter, like. With all content on it and everything. And I'm like, you guys are good enough to make all this shit. Why don't you just do that as a living? Like yeah. make sites for people. And so I went on to PayPal and I'm like, oh, I rang them because mm-hmm. I couldn't fight. And I'm like, hey, and explain what had happened. And they're like, well, we can't actually give you money back 
until you don't get the product. And I'm like, oh, okay, that that makes sense. So I'm like, you know, I don't want the, you know, I will, uh, I would like to put in a report that I have not got the product straight away. And they're like, cool, yeah. cool, cool. And I said, how are you gonna? Like, are you gonna ban this person or something like that, or get like, you know, make sure it doesn't happen again? And they're like, well, we can only do that if we get a whole bunch of reports like this. Mm. And I went, oh, you probably will. And I said, how long will it take? And I said, it's gonna, like, you know, after 10 days, if they haven't sent you the product and if they're a scammer, they're not going to, we yeah. will refund your money, which sucks because the scammer gets the money still. Yeah. And in like within 10 minutes, I got like an email going like, your, your, uh, your case has been closed in your favor. Like, oh, and fantastic. Like, and we report your money back. But that's what happened to me. I got scammed. Oh, I got damn. fucking scammed. Oh, what? dude. No, that happened to me once, but um, I got scammed. Like I was in, in, I want to say investing, like I was investing in someone who was creating like a magazine. And because a lot of other people that I follow um, and interact with, they were on board doing artwork and doing all this stuff. Um, but they kept sort of teasing us with all this product and going, yep. So like, we're just running a little bit late. Like here's the mock-ups, here's this. And so it exceeded the period of time where it was um, you could do anything through PayPal because I think it's up to about a month. And if it's after a month, they're like, well, nothing's happened. We can't help you now. Um, So I ended up losing my money and uh, I was talking to a couple of the artists and a couple of other pages and they're like, yeah, we're we're all just out of money. So it's, yeah, but at least you got your money back. That's fucked. Yeah. And you didn't get an arcade machine. But I got a cool story and it was kind it's, of exciting. That it <laughs> it was exciting. Uh you only you. Only you would think that. Right. Uh, well, nothing. I've not done anything as exciting as getting scammed. I've I finished watching uh, Yellow Jackets, which Ooh. I cannot recommend enough. Like yeah, you love it, um, don't you? Oh my god, I love it. And just the fucking the last couple of episodes, the final episode, it was all just oh, just you know get on it if you if you haven't fucking just do it um i also played D for the very first time oh what were you uh i was a barbarian oh a barboss yes, a barboss um <laughs> did you visualize yourself as looking like conan like arnold schwarzenegger no uh mine i was a cat i was a cat barbarian oh that's yeah. even better why don't they was... make that a movie <laughs> yeah right cat barbarian fuck yes um, yeah, it was fun. Like I'd never played D&D. I think the closest I ever got to D&D was listening to Dungeons and Daddies. Which uh, you which, would have like played which, it like that, which is heaps wrong. <laughs> yeah, which did not help me play D&D uh, in any way, shape or form. But that was fine. I had a lot of fun. I think it's we're going to do uh, it's Liz's co-workers. He's a dungeon master. So we're just going to do a couple of plays here and there and see how that goes. So fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck That's yeah. Fun. D&D. Yeah, I had fun. Um, right, we could do a horror one. Well, that's like, what, but I'm like, is there any horror D and D? Like, bring this on. Like, you know, yeah, there's one. There's, yeah, I, I definitely think there is. I know there's yeah. one called. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of them. I reckon. Yeah, well, I think they're gonna because we were playing the Rick and Morty D and D starter one, um, which I don't watch Rick and Morty, so but that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think he's working on actually working us up to a horror based one because that's that's how you get my attention. So. You should watch Rick and Morty. It's really good. I know. I mean, and every time you tell me and, an episode and, and I'm like, so, I'll go watch that episode. And Solar Opposites is really good as well. 
Which oh, is see, the, I've uh, tried Soul Opposites a couple of times and I always fall asleep at the same episode. So I just have not gone back. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. uh, what are we doing this week in anyway, well, This week we are celebrating 35 years of horror. So we are looking back at 1987. All these films released in 1987. It's a fucking fantastic year for horror films, if you ask me. Um, oh. Definitely a lot on your list, I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great year. It was a fantastic year. I feel so old. Yeah, I took all the good ones and then left you with all the gen specials. <laughs> it's literally nothing but gen specials. Um, well, that's fine. I don't mind. You know, you know me and my love of gen specials. So um, do you want to kick us off? Man, 35 years since some of these like fucking crackers, which is really I weird because um, my first one is Hellraiser, which yeah. was like, and I'm actually reading the book at the moment for the first oh, time. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, excuse me, a cough. No, that's all right. Um, yeah, and uh, I've I've never read the book, which is which is not called Hellraiser, which is called the Hellbound Heart. Yes. Um, which I, I just realized that none of the books are called Hellraiser that are in no. the Hellraiser, <laughs> like just yeah. the films. Like, and yeah, he uh, they really changed it up, hey. Yeah, it's not as because I think I read the book. It's not like the characters are different. Like, the main character is more Julia. Yes. As opposed to like, Kirsty, and like. It's not her dad. It's like her ex-lover. So they're all right around that same age. Mm. Yeah, just little things like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. And, Why of not? course, Pinhead doesn't have as big a role in it. Well, he hasn't even really been. And he's a girl. Yeah. In it. Yeah. A lady. Which is exciting because, like, the new Hellraiser uh, series or movie or whatever it is that they make currently is a woman. So, Well, in the comics, which are written by Barker, the newer stuff, he is a girl. Now hmm. he like okay. died and came back white, like all white and in white clothes, and but still a lady pinhead. And I like really, 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 really want to read that run of comics. There's like a massive thick omnibus, and it's just been out of print since the day it got announced. Like we, we had like two copies, three copies coming to the store, and mm. I went, "Oh, I'll get that!" And it just went out of print, and then people bought them. So if you got it out there, though, like the um the latest Hellraiser runs, which are all done by Barker, which are canon apparently. Yes. So that's why he's like probably the lady in the, in the show. Mm. Okay. So question, yeah. you run and you own a comic book shop. Yes. Why the fuck don't you just order extra for yourself? Cause you know, you're going to want to read it. Um, well I do. And then I'll get to the day and I'm like, I'm busy. I'll just, you know, I just won't put it away from myself. I'll do it later. And always, no. <laughs> I do it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. It doesn't bother me that much. This one has though, because this has been like a year now. It hasn't been available. There's mm. a whole bunch of really, really good horror comics that are available. Anyway, talk about Hellraiser. Hellraiser, yeah. <laughs> 1987, the fucking... The, the glory fucking horror film for every young little kid. Like, look at mm -hmm. that. It's banned in countries. They never even watched it. They just banned it. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they just went, this is bound to be fucked. It's got hell written in the name. Look at that man on the cover. He's got he pins just... in his head. He's got a fucking, he's got a fucking box in his hand. That's a puzzle. <laughs> what is that? Let's just ban it. Let's ban it. Um, oh, so how old were you when you first watched Hellraiser? You know, I watched it, I taped it off television. Mm -hmm. um, I was in high school. I was yeah. in early high school um, 
whenever it was on. Um, I remember the ads were all in it and shit. It was a modified version. I only actually saw the real version of the first one, uh, not uh, only a couple of years ago, because mm-hmm. I'd like watched it heaps as a kid on on VHS, my VHS yeah. with the ads, and then um. I just kind of never revisited it. And I always just watch Hellbound after that because I really yeah. like Hellbound, the second one. Yeah. Uh, a lot, which I might. And then, like, that was done by Clive Barker. We never did a novel for it or mm. anything like that. It was all just like film concept, like pure just film. Him. Well, that's yeah. Clive Barker for you. He, he knows what's up. He's like real close to his, you know, content. So, mm. I um, like that. yeah. And it was the same that's always stuck. I mean, I've always loved it. I've got like, you know, in my room here, I've got my Hellraiser posters. I've got my puzzle boxes. Yeah. Um, I actually got a new cover for the one I bought off you, you the other day. The, uh, mm-hmm. I've got like a glass dome it's in now, like the, oh. you know, like they did in Hellraiser 2. You know, he's got them under yep. the domes, like the, the doctor guy. Yeah. Oh, fancy. I know. It's on my table. Centerpiece. Nice. Yeah. As anyway, it should be. As Hell, it should be. Hellraiser. Happy 35th birthday, Hellraiser. Oh. You little, you little gems. <laughs> Your little Cenobites with your, yeah. little, your, 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 your clever little gash. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? Okay, so the first one on my list, straight up, Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic film directed by Deborah Brock. Um, we have done this as an episode, um, so I definitely recommend if you haven't uh, watched the movie, go watch the film. Um, and if you haven't listened to the episode, fucking go listen to the episode. So basically it has very minimal to do with the first one. Um, it's about this group of girls. They go off to a condo for the weekends, um, but this one of the girls just can't get rid of the feeling that there is just someone sort of stalking her. So it becomes a very sort of nightmare on Elm Street kind of vibe where this guy is like uh, coming at her in her dreams. But he's like this really cool rockabilly guy with a fucking guitar, like this kick-ass guitar that has a drill on the end of it. Um, And then the murders start happening. And we also get a like a mid-movie musical scene. Yeah, where he funny. just does this this crazy musical scene as well. Um, so this was a first watch for me, I think last year or the year before. So I hadn't seen it before, but it has quickly become one of my absolute favorite films. Like I just cannot get over how good and how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's oozing Jen. It, it does is oozing Jennifer. It's like such a you film, and I just <laughs> found it so okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did well, like the I did like the dance scene, like the singing. Yeah. I, yeah, I and like it's, it's so strange because the girls are in a band and then so we've got them doing music as well at some point and and then there's all this. But we also get that really cool scene with the girl that she's just like they're foreshadowing the whole time. She's like, oh, I think I'm getting a pimple. And then she's just there like with this massive like growth in her face that is literally like piercing like pus Puff. everywhere, um, which is absolutely amazing. So, you know, and you, the guy that's the, the driller killer, he is, he's just chewing the scenery with his performance. And I think he was a one and done actor as well. well he, didn't um, he, he, if I'm remembering this rightly, didn't he fund the film? Cause he I, wanted to be in a film cause he was a rich kid. Yeah. So he's like this, he was like the heir to the Papa John or Papa Giuseppe fucking pizza chain. <laughs> so, and then he just really wanted to be in this film. So I'm pretty certain he like, he just Bank like, rolled if, it. if, if I give you money, will you let me be in this film? Um, and it just worked out in his favor. Like I, I'm okay with it. 
Did it work out in his favor though? Well, <laughs> he's not really a he's not really a horror icon anymore. He is a bit though. I don't he? think he needs to be. He's got pizza money. Pizza money. He's got pizza money. So yeah. Oh, that was a weird film. I did like it. Was it was a great but... film. It's also streaming on Shutter. So if you because it was really hard to find, I don't think it got a lot of a, a proper Blu-ray release. Didn't get um, a lot enough love. No, it didn't get enough love, but it is on Shutter. So 100% go and watch this film. If you want to be entertained. Yeah. And then come talk to me about it because it's an entertaining film and I love talking about it. It is true. His guitar yeah. is pretty funny. The giant it's fucking drill sweet. guitar. And yeah. He's got six, six, he plays it and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, he does. And then he teases women with it and then drills them through the neck with it. It's great. Mm-hmm. What's not to love? It's What's true. next on your list? Um, next, uh, the Lost Boys. Happy birthday, Lost Boys! Thirty-five Where at last. Thirty-five. Man, that means Kiefer must be real old now. He is old. How old is he? Who fuck knows? A hundred? Yeah. Who knows? Like, to the Lost Boys. Nineteen eighty-seven. If you haven't seen the Lost Boys, you really should. It's a vampire mm-hmm. movie. About, it is about cool fucking teenagers <laughs> in their cool fashion. In their cool cave. Um, yeah, it's just like the epitome as a young person in 1987, like watching that, or I watched it probably a couple of years after, mm-hmm. um, just seeing these 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 teens dressed in these fucking badass fuckers. They had spiky blonde hair with gel. <laughs> like, they had mullets. They were cool. Um, and, yeah, they just had a, a bunch of pumping, wicked fucking, like, scenes in it, this thing. You have, like... Both Corys are in this, Corey Haim, Corey Fieldman. Yeah. Um, you, you, um, I can never remember which one's which. Which one's yeah. Haim? Uh, is he the one that's still alive? One of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, one of the Corys owns a comic shop and, like, they're aware. They're fucking, they fight vampires in their spare time. And, you know, the other Corey is, like, the fucking, you know, fucking nerdy like loud shirt wearing, you know, saved by the bell extra character coming mm-hmm. into the town. <laughs> you know, there's a fucking group of vampires. They have to hunt them. There, there's rules. There's fucking stakes. Every vampire, when you kill it, dies a different way. Some explode, some melt, you know, some gracefully go down. And then it's basically a, a fucking cabin in the woods ending with them in a house held up taking the vampires out like mm-hmm. coming for them and it's fucking got some of the raddest scenes they fucking you know they fuck they shoot one with an arrow through the guts and it goes into the stereo and the stereo starts playing rock music and he explodes and then they're like death by stereo and shit <laughs> like that and you know they they have holy water and fucking squirt guns. You know, they're melting these vampires. Fucking wicked. And also one of them is becoming a vampire, but he's a good vampire. So there's vampires fighting vampires. Oh, fuck. What a film. It's a, it's it's great film. It has a fucking amazing soundtrack as well. It's, you got it's the a doors and everyone. It's a tight soundtrack. And of course, like let's not forget the leather pants sex playing guy. Oh yeah, who fucking he's, he's still popular. He is, yeah. Like he still has like he has like a just, three second shot they cut to him playing saxophone. 
gyrating his hips in a sex motion, not wearing a shirt, all oiled uh-huh. up, uh-huh. like sexy saxophone. And people just remember that. Like, Yeah, they're still talking about this 35 years later. So that's amazing. Like that is a feet and a half. Oh, man. And there's fucking heaps of blood at the end. You know, mm-hmm. like a vampire gets melted and he goes into the, the drain and then all the fucking drain starts splurting blood up and shit. Oh, fucking wicked. Yeah, and it's, a, it's a great, it's like, it's kind of like almost one of those um, gateway films. Like it's not mm-hmm. super gory, but it is enough. Yep. And yeah, just, I mean, I think it, everybody's seen Lost Boys and it became really popular um, like a few years back. I don't know. Like there was just a, a period of time where it was just like the merchandise for it was everywhere. Like every half goth girl was wearing a shirt. Maybe it was Lost the 30th Boys anniversary or something. Maybe. But um, I mean, they did a bunch of sequels, which I've never seen, which I've no. heard are just flat, just like not not cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lost Boys, love ya, you fucking little gem. 35, Lost 35. Boys. Crazy. What do you um, got? So my next one on my list is Creepazoids. What the fuck is that? <laughs> so the year is 1998. Um, So it's like, Six or so years after a nuclear war has just left the world decimated and this group of deserters find themselves um, trying to run and get out of the way of some acid rain. They find themselves in a laboratory, which is just eerily quiet. There's no one in there, but there's still food, research, everything there. So they try and hunker down thinking they found a really good thing. But unfortunately, this... uh, laboratory was designed to keep something in and that something is yes that something is creepazoids and they come out and they sort of one by one they kind of get picked off and they're trying to sort of defeat this this creepazoid uh monster is there um, only one creepazoid i think there's two i think there's a couple but um you know it stars linear quigley um she is like a very popular 80s scream queen um it's got a amazing soundtrack i love the soundtrack so much very synth ways very very 80s um we get a lot of we get a very strange uh shower sex scene which doesn't need to be there but i feel that it was just in uh linear's uh contract to just be naked and everything she's in sure um yep why not um but yeah like the creature effects are really cool but it is super low budget so it is very like janky uh, it kind of reminds me of those episodes of Red Dwarf where they're like running around the cargo deck trying to find the thing that eats their fear, um, <laughs> which <laughs> is a great episode anyway. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. It's not something that I go and rewatch again and again and again and again. It's not like a Lost Boys or a, you know. Or a Hellraiser. Uh, or a Hellraiser where you've watched it a bunch of times. Like, I think I watch this every couple of years and I revisit it and I'm like, yeah, this is just a lot of fun. So what it's... are the Creepazoids? What do they look like? Um, oh, how did it... It, they it definitely trying to have an alien style vibe to them. So they're trying to look like Xenomorphs, but it's doesn't really work. I'm looking them up right now on the old yeah. internet. I want to know what they look like. Oh, yeah. yeah classic um you can yeah. watch this right now on tubi it is streaming on tubi so you can definitely check it out if you've not watched it before it's definitely a cross between the alien and the predator yeah and yeah a, uh, you know like it's, it's kind of like 
a it's got a, an alien, but instead of the alien's cool face, it's got like giant spider mandibles. Uh huh. Is that the yeah. right word? Mandibles? Possibly. I don't know. Is there a little, giant rat in it for some pictures. reason? There is. There are some giant rats because, of course, like you know, they've mutated over years of whatever. Is um, so we a baby. Oh yeah, the baby scene. Uh, yeah, that's just. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm not going to argue it. It's not as good as the baby scene in um, Brain Dead. Brain Dead, but it's nah, nothing pretty, will ever will good. be. It's not no, the best it's, scene in Brain It's Dead. a glossy baby. It's it's some nice puppeteering, but yeah, I don't know. Don't know if it's as good as it's. No, it's not as good. Um, but yeah, it's, this is definitely worth checking out. It is slow moving. It's not as fast paced as a lot of the other films that were released. Um, so it is definitely going to be an acquired taste kind of film, but still worth che- checking out. Speaking of fast paced films, my yeah. next film is Evil Dead Two. Of course it is. The film right. that had to quickly put the whole first film in the opening. <laughs> like, just so like, they're like, oh, we don't have the, it's a different company now. We don't have the rights to show any of the footage of yeah, what happened in the first crazy. film. So we'll just remake the entire first film in 10 minutes, like at the start of the film. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, my yeah. God. Evil Dead 2. This film is fucking so good. I've watched i think i watched it recently just for fun and it's just still wicked it's mm. everything in my opinion like when i think back to a horror film it's what it what horror film should be it's got the weird like fucking dark humor it's got the blood the transformations the like fucking fighting his own hand you know putting a fucking chopping his hand off and having to put a chainsaw on the end of it. Like mm-hmm. everything in it is like, and they went to so much effort more than I thought they did when I watched them making it. It's like they re they made that whole cabin in a, a, a warehouse mm. and it was up on fucking massive stilts so they could get under the floor and film anywhere they wanted and shit. Like, yeah, you didn't even oh, realize the amount of effort put into evil dead too. It's crazy. But it's such a passion project for them and you can totally tell in the whole film and how it is shot and how it is done, how it is acted. Like they are just there to have fun and they are having so much fun with it. I like Evil Dead 2 more than the first Evil Dead. I know that is kind of like... I like for both different reasons. Like I think Evil Dead 2, one, has way more gore. Yes. The gore in it's fucking shocking. There is so much like... Because it has a big scene in Evil Dead 2 where he like chops up fucking one of the dudes and it doesn't show it and it's fucking shattering because they show mm. more in the first one. And when it chops him in the head, green shit comes out instead of blood. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, that's the only, like that scene is the only thing that pulls Evil Dead down too, I reckon. Yep. Like they should have had like that scene, it should have showed as much gore as the first one. The dismemberment scene in Evil Dead 1 was so shocking. It was like the first film I ever saw where you saw an axe hitting the body. Like mm-hmm. you saw it hitting the limb and taking it off. You know what I mean? Like And like mm. and then like it showed the carnage after it of like just all the dismembered parts sitting there twitching and shit, blood everywhere. And I was like, that's where it's <laughs> And like... That's the only thing that Evil Dead 2 doesn't have for me. Like, if Evil Dead 2 had had the same amount of gore in it as the first one, it would just be, like, the the best fucking movie in the entire world. So as a guy mm-hmm. surrounded by, I've got an Evil Dead 1 and an Evil Dead 2 poster just around yeah, me. Yeah, like they're that. sick. Fucking you and your Evil Dead posters, I'm jealous. 
Uh, so yeah, happy birthday, Evil Dead Two! You fucking sexy bitch! You sexy, sexy bitch! Uh, all right. Well, my my next one on my list is uh, Hello Mary Lou Prom Night Two. Oh. Um, so this is one that I I don't think we've done this as an episode, but it's definitely one that I've talked about on a very early episode, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's set in two periods. So it's set in 1957. Uh, this character, Mary Lou, she's killed off by her jilted boyfriend. And for some reason, she decides to come back 30 years later for revenge. Well, her ghost. And she, she ends up sort of possessing um, a young girl and now it's basically like she's reenacting this 1957 life that she had but at this current like 1987 prom and it's just ridiculous like this film is ridiculous but it's really good as well like just the sort of it's it sort of plays out like an episode of the x-files or maybe buffy the vampire slayer i don't know um but yeah none of those sound none of those sound good quality (laughs) (laughs) well that's why i love it um, so yeah, it's kind of like this girl who's going through the possession, of, like being possessed by Mary Lou's character and then having to sort of go into the school and people start dying and all this stuff. It's, it is a lot of fun, but it is absolutely ridiculously silly. Um, is it a, a number one? No. So this is, so there's the original prom night, uh, which had okay. Jamie Lee Curtis in it, um, back in, I can't remember. I think it was like 82 or something. So this is 87. It's a sequel, but it has nothing to do with the original one. Oh, yeah. They just, it was, yeah. You just like to stick prom night on it and you can sell it off as a quality, quality film. Um, so this one is also streaming on Tubi. You can check it out if you want to. I recommend you should. I think the but fact that the name rhymes is what really probably helped it out. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Cause, you know, you couldn't just call it. Hello, Hello Mary, Mary Lou. Yeah. I or mean, you just, could. You could have just called it Prom Night 2. Yeah. But yeah. I like Hello yeah. Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. I yeah. Like so when you're looking for it, you've got to, you can't just type in Prom Night 2. You've got to type in Hello Mary Lou first. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's a lot of silly fun. It's, I mean, the effects are really good and the sort of the special effect makeup is really good as well. Um, there's like weird scenes between the daughter and her dad because she's being possessed by this slutty kind of gal uh which is very strange as well but oh that's yeah that's it that's weird there's, there's a bit of there's a little bit of weirdness is it really um, incest though if it's you've been possessed by someone else yeah. is it incest if you've been possessed by the devil um probably not i don't know i can't answer that but yes i recommend uh directed by bruce Pittman. give it a go it's on tubi what else are you gonna do exactly. watch mary lou yeah cool my next one yep. is the one of the uh, mine are all big hitters to me. They really Nightmare are. on Elm Street three, the Dream yep. Warriors. Is it Warriors? Dream Warriors. Yeah. It's the best one out of all of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Do you know the other day someone was saying this is the shittest one I saw in the in reviews, and I'm like, why would you think that? Like, and they're like, oh, it broke it broke the law of like the first two, and I think didn't the second one break the, the law of the one- first one? The second one just not only broke it, it took a giant steaming shit on it. Yeah, so I don't wait. It's, it's amazing what people's opinions they feel they have to write down in reviews. I'm like, mm. oh, my God. Mate. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinions and everything is speculative, but you're wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those who haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street 3, 
Um, you can just start there if you wanted. Uh, yes. I started there. That was this is my first night on Ellen Street. I saw. Um, yeah. Back in the day, I didn't like go for one or two kind of thing because I was nowhere near age appropriate, mm-hmm. and it seemed really scary. The idea of it just seemed scary. Like, yeah. It's weird how it seems scary, the Nightmare on Elm Street, but they're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're kind of just funny. Um, but the third one, man, this has like so many good practical effects in it. The fucking Freddy snake and like, which is like legendary. Uh, the fucking yeah. Freddy TV, which is legendary. You know, yep. him like pulling out the guy's veins and using them as a, him as like a puppet. Like <sighs> That's to- so good. And like the sound of the veins, like woo, 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 woo. like the sound of pain mm-hmm. is like real. Oh, I just hate this is this is a great fucking nightmare. And set in a mental institution for teens, like you can't go wrong. No, you can't. Anything set in a mental institution with teens is quality. And I think like this is definitely one that I have watched the most. And it's one that if I'm feeling just in the mood to lay on the couch and watch something I don't have to think about. This is always the first film, like in the whole Nightmare on Elm Street franchise that I will just go back and chuck on for the fun of it. Like, obviously I'll go back and watch the original um, because it is a classic film, but I don't really ever sort of go, you know what? I'm just going to chuck on Nightmare on Elm Street four or five. You, you, what, you watch them once a year or once every couple of years to do like a marathon and you realize that, okay, they're not as good, but this one is always one you can put on and have a lot of fun with. Yeah. And I, it's got the house, you know, the Freddie house building scene at the start, like mm-hmm. making the model to stay up. Is that that one? Yes. Is that one? Yeah. Yeah. It and uh, I get this one weirdly confused with Freddie's dead. Cause there, yeah. there's a mental institution scene in that one as well. Yeah. 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 Not as much. yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. And well, we based our whole television t-shirts around that. Like, yes, we did that vision that, uh-huh. that, version of the house of stuff so well i did because i fucking like it (laughs) oh hey there's nothing wrong with that it's a great house it was great shirt we sold a lot of them exactly um that is yeah my third i I just can't i i doubt there's many people who listen to us who haven't seen this film Mm. actually i doubt there's many people who listen to us haven't seen all of the films on my list maybe yours (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) come on uh, guys catch up watch my films yeah what, what what do you got next all right. So my next one is I've gone a little bit more mainstream this time. I have gone with The Witches of Eastwick. Um, so this one is directed by George Miller. It stars Jack Nicholson, Cher, Susan Sarandon, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, like, so I remember watching this film so much. They were much. the fucking hot actors at that time as well. I'd just like to point out that Michelle Pfeiffer can still get it. Like, I mean, not to say that all the others are old and ugly. Like, they're all, every, everybody's beautiful in their own way. But Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, she's still, I still have hard You still think her. she's there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. She was my first ever lady crush, though. So, you know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Her as Catwoman. Something about that. Oh, that's how you've mentioned that before. I have. I just looked her up. Yeah, she looks fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's fine. She's looking good. Um, but, yeah, it's like the Witches of Eastwick, you know, it's three single women who sort of live in this, this like, village, like this estate, um, and they are kind of all, like, into just a little bit of magic. Um, but this guy arrives in town and he sort of arrives in their lives and because they're all sort of after a man um, for whatever reasons. And he kind of appeals to all three of what 
like they want what their wishes are. Jack Nicholson. Because he's Jack Nicholson and I just don't see any appeal there, but that's that's just me. Um, so yeah, so they sort of end up having this like weird relationship with him um as a trio, uh, like a like the three women, and they kind of like are sort of becoming more powerful within themselves, but obviously things start to happen, it's not going their way. You know, you you always be careful what you wish for. Um so then they it sort of becomes these three women against Jack Nicholson. Um, and, but I remember watching this film as a kid and, you know, I will revisit it again and again and again, because I just feel that it's a really good film. And I always just remember this one scene where is it the cherry bit, it is the cherry bit. Yeah. It's the only bit I can remember as well. Yeah. I always like that still sticks with me now. Like the, the cherry, the Veronica Cartwright is just spewing cherries everywhere. She's just, they fucking, they're so brutal to this woman. Like she, she's no, a they're cherry, they're cherry pips, aren't they're, they? Yeah. They're cherry pits. It's just vomiting them everywhere. Oh, it's so sick. It's so good. But yeah, it it's one of the, I'll still watch it. Like I'll probably watch it again pretty soon because I'm due for a rewatch now that I'm talking about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm talking about it. I'm like, yeah. I kind of, that's all I remember from it is that. And yeah. The, and usually what I remember from films is, you know, when Mad Magazine used to do a film. Yep. Like, and that, the, yeah, I, like, a lot of times like, I can only remember the Mad Magazine's version <laughs> of it, where they do yep. the whole film in a couple of pages and they just pay out to the scenes. Yeah, of course, you know, but yeah, like it's, it's one of these, you know, it's, it's a lovely, um, power, strong, powerful woman, you know, they realize they don't need no man, especially if the man's the devil or Jack Nicholson. Um, but yeah, no, definitely worth checking out. And I think, um, I don't know what it's streaming on at the moment. If if you can, I don't think it's streaming anywhere in Australia at the moment. But you can just go and buy it for like five bucks on DVD. You could probably get it for less than that on Apple TV. Probably. Like the hiring two yeah. bucks. Amazon. Two bucks. I don't know. Great night. Two bucks. Two bucks, mate. Two night rental. It's all good. Two so yeah, night. check that out. If you haven't watched it, let me know if you have. Okay. My it's last one is uh, the ultimate gateway horror. Uh-huh. The Monster Squad. Yes. So this came out. So I watched this on in eight, 1987. You know what yes. I mean? Like, uh, this is one of the ones. That this I was, was age appropriate for Dan. It was. We've done this yep. as an episode. If you want to know more about Monster Squad, we fucking got into the Monster Squad. Oh, this, yeah. We also talk about it a lot in various other episodes. Yeah. Just because it's so good to talk about. Yeah. So if you don't know what the Monster Squad is, and for some weird reason, um, Basically, it's about a bunch of kids, a la the Goonies, Stand By Me, It, you know, the group of young kids in the uh, the American town. And basically, the Universal Monsters come to get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got Vampire, you got Dracula, you got Frankenstein's monster, you got Swamp Thing. Creature. Swamp monster. Creature, that's it. <laughs> I can't remember Thank his name. You. Um, what else is there? Mummy. You've got Wolfman. Oh, Wolfman. Don't forget and Wolfman. That's all of them, isn't it? Yeah, that's all of them. And like the only thing that bonds them together in this film is that they're monsters. Yeah. Like they ha- all hang out together and led by Dracula. He's the, the their leader. I'm like, okay, well, it's fine. It's a kid's film. This film has some classic good moments. The kids in it are such good ki- like horror kids, if you know yeah. what I mean. The group. Like, I have a, I have a, the t-shirt that you gave me, which is like, you know, my, my homage to this film, like the, yeah. 
Stephen King rules top, but I've got it as like the um, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. I've also got just a flat out. I think you gave me both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah you got a Monster Squad, Squad shirt. Monster Squad shirt, which I've worn to. It doesn't exist anymore, basically. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see you in it, it's just like fades a little bit more and more and more. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Monster Squad. Like it's a fucking kick-ass gateway film. You got a kid. You got a kid who's like you know year seven. Um. Show on Monster Squad. If they're into horror, it's the perfect gateway film for them to like. Still, uh, you know, there's no swearing. There's no, there's no sex in it. No. There's, you know, there's a little bit of like horror gore, but it's more like it's a bit of comedy, like Wolfman exploding and then putting himself back together. Yeah. Like it's just fucking cool. It's, it's cool. And there's like you got you know Rudy, the fucking cool leather jacket kid, and it's just rad. Yeah, everything about it is rad. And I think, like, I would definitely, when I get to, I mean, I don't have kids, but I think when, if and when my nieces get to the point where they're like, oh, we want to watch a horror film, I will show them Monster Squad. Yeah, yeah. And then so, they'll be like, why don't they just call for help or look up on the internet how to deal with this problem? And you're like, like, well, shut sit up. There down is no and internet. <laughs> listen to a story. There once was no internet. And then they'll be like, ah! that will be the horror part <laughs> of it. That's the horror yeah crazy so happy birthday monster squad 35 years old looking back i wonder what all the kids look like now yeah right i we should find out i'll find out i'll post some um well i want to do a couple of honorable mentions i had one and i can see you've chucked a couple on there so let's go through that um my first honorable mention is uh, an australian film called dark age um and it is basically um set in the Australian outback there are two like local guides that go out on the hunt for this giant crocodile that has been killing and eating people in the area um so it's just starting to get a little bit too close to um populated areas um, and indigenous areas so people are starting to go missing um it is very serious film so it's not quite it's not as great as um lake placid because it doesn't have the humor that it does but it is really good and i like a big creature film um and i like a big animal eating things film so this is definitely that one it is also showing um you can check it out on amazon prime if you've got that and i recommend also a very young john jarrett oh Yep, before he became under- Mick Taylor. I don't understand how you love crocodile movies and shit, yet you hate lizards in real I life. I know, it's so strange. Well, I mean, I can see a crocodile or an alligator coming towards me. But you know you can't. Crocodiles sit real still. They and the do. whole point is that you don't see them because they're just <laughs> like a log on the ground and then suddenly they're fucking there. Yeah, that is true. But I'm not going to come and just go and sit on my couch or stand out in my backyard and there's going to be one right next to my foot. Um, it's not going to crawl on me while I'm asleep. Well, um, it could be right next to your foot because it's so still you wouldn't have seen it. That is true. But, yeah. And the amount of times know. I've woken up with a crocodile on my bed, Jesus Christ, so many. <sighs> I'm still waiting for the day that happens to me. I'm terrified. Um, uh, my um, couple of my honourable mentions are Creep Show 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is fucking right. Like, I mean, it probably could have been in like my my top ones. Yeah. Um, but in particular in creep in particular in creep show two, the water hole um uh story. I can't remember what it's actually called. It's like the lake or something like that. And the is one it with the, the one with the tar? 
It's one with the oil. Yeah, it looks like yeah, an yeah, oil yeah, yeah. slick and it just attacks everyone. And it's so, as a kid, man, that was like the best. Like, mm-hmm. and like the dude, so inappropriately, they're trying to survive and he so inappropriately like hits on the chick. And like <laughs> in the middle of trying to like keep alive, he like, you know, basically starts to like feel her up when she's asleep. But then like, you know, of course the thing is she's actually unconscious because the thing's eating her from the other side. Yeah. Like, this is wicked, you know. Such a good, the, is it called the watering hole or whatever it's called? The lake. It's just called a, like the raft or something, isn't it? The like, raft. They're, they're on yes, a raft. Yes, they're on a raft. The raft, that's yeah. it. And yeah. what are the other ones in Crypto too? There's like the Hitcher. Or was that the first one? I don't even remember. Thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> um, all I remember is always that one. That That's yeah. my favorite. Out of all the creep shows, that's my favorite creep show story. Yeah, that, that's fair. It's like the wooden Indian, which I think is, that's definitely number one. And then there's the monster in the lab and that's number one. And it doesn't matter. Um, It doesn't matter. Also bad taste. Yeah. We couldn't do an episode on 1987 without you mentioning bad taste. Oh man. Like remember how much you enjoyed it and you hadn't seen it. it? I know. So many good, like so much humor, so much like on point humor. Mm -hmm. Like just using those, that, fucking pushing that New Zealand accent to the ultimate of fucking funniness. Like, <laughs> and so they know how funny some of the lines they deliver are. Like, oh, man. Yeah, and they do it on purpose. They know. They sit around a table and they're like, how, what is the best way we could de- deliver this line? And then they just practice it and they're like, yeah, we got it. We got it. Okay, real film. Yeah, well, man. That, um, the bit where, like, the guys, like, starts to, like, they're like, you know, SWAT attacking the house and they start cleaning the blood up. Oh, it's all yeah. dirty in here. And then he like <laughs> rips that guy's head off and he goes, Oh, just mop that. I bit. just mop that. Just <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. Like, oh my God. Classic. Like the, they fire the rocket launcher at the house and just goes straight through the hole in the house and blows the sheep up. Like, <laughs> this shit like that. That movie is fucking great. Glorious. And last but not least, my other honor is Predator, which is yes. sci fi. But it's sci-fi horror, you get to see yeah. skinned people. It's got the predator in it. He's yep. not he's kind of not like a the predator isn't really in that like Jason Freddy vibe. He's more in the aliens. Yeah. Predator. He's got that got that sci-fi vibe to yeah. it. Yeah. And when I say aliens, I don't just mean aliens, the film, like aliens, like outer space sci-fi monsters kind of thing. Yeah. Like, but yeah, fuck yeah. What, what a year. Fucking yeah, 1987, 35 years. I fucking, yep, loved it. Uh, uh, was it 85? I remember being good as well. Mm, well, we'll definitely have to do some 85 in the future. I definitely think so. But 87, yeah, 35 years. Congratulations, you fucking little films. You get a cake. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. I'm not going to do that. No, um, don't do that. And that's basically it today. I don't know yeah. how long this is going for because we're, as we said, we've been, oh, I should have mentioned this. We're recording, we're remotely recording at the moment. We're not in the same room together. So, um, we're going to probably go back to normal after this episode. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. Yep. Ho- hopefully COVID's going to stay fucking fuck off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that's, yeah. So before we sign off, I'd just like to shout out to the people who interact with us and help us grow over on the line. So thank you to, Adrian DiGirolamo, um, Adam Gillespie, Simone Stewart, Dave Kudrev, Kevin Patterson, and Patrick Roberts. That's just a couple of names who've interacted with us over the past 
time, <laughs> if you will. Um, and that ends it for this. This is the end. So you've been yeah. listening to Television Horror Podcast and the uh, Splatter Chatter with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit your like button, subscribe to us over on fucking or your YouTubing podcasting thing and leave a comment or a review on Google and stuff like that. It all helps us out. And, you know, we don't get paid to do this. This is just like we do this for the love of the horror, for the yeah. horror. This is the- fun. This for is the, the most gores. fun for me. Yeah. The gores. Do it for the gores. Not the cause, the gores. The gores. Um, and not gores like, you know, that stuff in the hospital. But yeah, fuck it. No. Uh, all that shit they put in the mouth in, in at the dentist. It's not that. It's no. gore. It's mm-hmm. bloody visceral gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, interact with us on Facebook as well and Instagram. Go over there. Check us out. Just search for our names and you'll find it. We also have an email at television at pod at gmail.com yeah remember kids be kind rewind <laughs>